Welcome to Trending Health, where we provide you with valuable insights and perspectives on the evolving healthcare industry. Brought to you by Dynamic, Trending Health explores industry topics that are real, relevant, and worth discussing. I'm your host, Jen Burke. In today's special mini-sode, I'm here with Dynamic's provider head of sector, Ryan Hummel, to discuss the trends he sees being most impactful in 2022. Ryan, as we head into the next year, what are a few of the trends you see really impacting the provider sector? It's very difficult to trim down a list of trends for the provider sector, but we did it. We, we, we feel like we were able to kind of get to the most efficient and effective list of, of sector trends for the provider setting that may help some clients with focus and priorities. And it really starts with this idea of even more healthcare at home. and. I'm so glad we added the term even because healthcare at home has been kind of trending for years now, but it has really hit a fever pitch. And, you know, you can look at some of the studies done and the significant momentum on home health options, right? Something like over 70 or 72% of all respondents during a recent study prefer to recover at home versus a medical facility following a major medical event. Now that may not seem like new news for folks, but that's really going to fundamentally change and should fundamentally change the way post-acute operations work at health systems. And more so, something like 63% would prefer getting treatment at home over going to a doctor's office or medical facility. So, you know, it's really an example of really focusing on how we meet patients where they are and they want to be home. And, you know, with the pandemic, being the top of mind for many of these macro level trends it even brings it even more home and you know just one more kind of story around even more healthcare at home it, one of our hubs here with Dynamic there was a recent announcement of Jefferson Health and Bayada where there was a joint venture they've announced plans to join forces for a post acute partnership that's going to really ramp up their home based services and essentially their virtual technology for this health system in and around the New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware um, area and service area. And this idea of Jefferson Health at Home, um, along with this pandemic and the heightened demand around that has really helped this joint venture between Beato, which is a world-renowned home health agency and company with Jefferson to really focus on this exact trend that we mentioned. The second trend that we're seeing is this idea around alignment of incentive. It's, we're calling it incentive alignment for better care. And, you know, our friends in the health plan sector know this as well, but reimbursement models and provider incentives really need to shift to better align physician behavior, payments, and outcomes. And when we talk a little bit about the shift from sick care to health care, this transition of value-based care is really going to help reduce costs but it's also gonna help make communities healthier, live longer and have a quality of life increase. And, you know, CMMI just rolled out this strategic refresh around payment models to make it more equitable and streamlined. And we talked a lot about that at one of the past, in one of the past podcasts. And they made this ambitious goal by 2030, which if you think about it, Jen, not that far off, that all models having multi-payer alignment and having Medicare beneficiaries and most people on Medicaid in some type of accountable care relationship. So, you know, these things take time 
to get formalized, operationalized, and become part of the ways of working. And so it's 2021 and 2022, and we need to make sure that we get ahead of this as well in the provider space. The third of six provider trends is the idea of defining digital strategy and optimizing tech integration. And, you know, we could prioritize all of these. I, I think this one really speaks to this idea of providers, health systems, home care providers, new telemedicine companies, they really need an overarching strategy for digital technology. And that includes workflow integration. That's making sure that you have the right people in the right seats as leaders, because, you know, driven by this whole, you know, consumerism, I will call it evolution because it's taken a long time. Um, Long-term impacts of COVID and the advances in technology really requires this, this shift to, to defining a digital strategy and staying with it and making sure all the leaders in an organization understand what that means. Disjointed digital health initiatives lead to standalone information and disjointed information to patients and their families. So getting this right is, has, is more important than ever. Fourth trend is around data transparency and actionability. And, and we know that providers need this, but even more now than ever, they need actionable data at the point of care to maximize efficiency and effectiveness, but also minimize the, the noise about what is truly useful. We don't have a ton of time with patients. So this idea of data right at the fingertips is really important. And you know that's gonna help meeting com customer and consumer and patient demands. And it really is going to help with this interoperability, which we've talked about for a long time. And you know, all in all, most healthcare execs actually don't even trust their organization's data. So that's why we think it's really important to put this front and center. There's two more trends, and I just wanna mention them quickly. Removing biases and improving health equity huge issue and we, we talked a little bit about this in the past but you know racial and ethnic disparities in health outcomes have been crystal clear and have been emboldened and not in a good way with the COVID-19 pandemic and so we really need to combat these realities with smart policy solutions and making sure that health systems and providers understand this inequality and inequity and really start to remove these biases. We're seeing things like the COVID Collaborative, which is a Duke Margolis Center for Health Policy and Duke Global Health Innovation Center Partnership, really coordinate a call to action around making sure things like the inventory of, of vaccinations is equitable across the, across the world, working with the United Nations General Assembly this month to convene a global summit. So we're seeing a lot of that globally as well. And speaking of globally, the sixth trend that we're seeing is this idea of workforce strategy and engagement. There is labor shortages around the globe, and that really extends to healthcare workers. And it also is not just a US problem, it's a global problem in the UK as well. And it has, we have seen healthcare workers retire at a faster rate than anticipated. And this is a real issue. And when we talk about all these other trends and we talk about it being anchored in this idea of improving patient experience, we really need to address the clinician labor shortage and specifically the nursing crisis in our around the globe. Wow, Ryan, it certainly sounds like there is a lot that leaders in the provider space will be grappling with as we head into 2022 with some of these components like workforce strategy, engagement, healthcare at home, and digital strategy probably rippling across the spaces they're working through some of these 
more imminent um, you know, issues and trends. What do you think will be the cumulative impact of these trends next year? I think when I look at these six trends, and like I said before, how they are anchored and improving not just the patient experience, but the patient's outcomes, it really is about what is the ROI. And when I say ROI, I don't mean necessarily the cost impact, which there should be, right? There's a huge opportunity if we provide better healthcare at home to decrease costs and improve outcomes. If we're able to align these incentives smartly, we'll really enable our providers and clinicians to do what they really want to do, which is provide the best care and not necessarily lean on a reimbursement model that is decades old. When we talk about digital strategy, health systems that get this right will really be able to connect with patients at what they call the front door. The minute they get connected to a health system, a hospital, or any provider, they're able to, with a smart digital strategy, get to those patients right away, which again, will improve outcomes and reduce costs. And the list goes on and on, removing biases and making sure that we're reaching out to those folks that have not been in the past. It's a moral imperative and it's a time for action. And we think that in order to adequately address these biases, we really need to talk about social determinants of health and these things that fall off or fall out outside of general acute kind of diagnoses. And last but not least, really focusing on this workforce strategy and the impact and is if we don't get this right, we won't have the force and the workforce to treat these patients. So you can tell it's a really connected ecosystem of trends this year. And we really think that um, health system leaders and provider leaders really need to focus on their own strategies to see these six trends and figure out which trends will they be able to prioritize and focus on smartly to move their industry, move their companies, move their health systems forward one step at a time. Ryan, I love how you brought together all of those trends into really trying to advance forward that patient experience and ultimately better patient outcomes, because at the end of the day, that's really what the provider space is looking to do. If I'm a listener in the provider space thinking about what can I be doing right now to get ready for these trends next year? What would you tell me? If I'm a leader in the provider setting, and I just heard what I said for the last 10 to 12 minutes, I'd really kind of take a moment and, and parse out these six trends and ensure that I have either strategic priorities that are, that are really focused on this, or making sure I have leaders sitting around the table that are prioritizing these elements so that, um, no one is hit by surprise, right? These, these, these trends are macro level in the sense that they will affect almost every provider, not just in this country, but also across the globe. So, you know, taking the, the time to, to establish these elements and providing resources around them, I think is my kind of big level advice to leaders across the globe. Thank you so much for your time today, Ryan. We know these trends will not only impact everyone across the provider space, but will ripple across the other sectors as well. So I'm really excited in the coming weeks to sit down with our other heads of sector and discuss what they expect in 2022 as well. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Trending Health. For links to resources discussed in the episode, to subscribe to the Trending Health podcast, and to explore if Dynamic can help your company manage ongoing healthcare industry change, visit trendinghealth.com. 
Tune into the next episode where we look forward to providing you with more insights on the healthcare industry.